Hello everyone and welcome to Pop Goes the Girls, where we, two sisters born a decade apart, take a foray through our respective journeys through pop culture. I'm Daisy Kosh. And I'm Chelsea Davidson. This episode is not sponsored by Welch's Fruit Snacks, family farmer owned. Despite the fact that we will be eating them the entire episode. And honestly, when I run out, I will not be a happy camper. I told you to stop eating them. Okay. <laughs> this week is a very special week for both of us with a very special episode. That is right. It is my favorite season of the year, Oscar season. With the Academy Awards coming up, we will talk about our favorite best picture, our favorite Oscar year, our least favorite host, and our usual fan theory fight club and twist the sister. And finally, our quick pick guessing the major winners for this upcoming 95th Academy Awards. So let's get started. So, do you want to go first? No, you go first. You, you love to? Oscars. I told you. I do. This, I'm an obsessed this, woman. Yes. You yes. you are the Oscars woman. I used to be Oscars woman when we used to do this together as children, and we'd have the sheet in front of us, and we would be like, okay, place your bets. We have marks for who gets it right on the nose. We have marks for who we want to win, but who we think we win. We get half marks if we're... Mm. Yeah, we had a whole point system. It we was did. unhealthy. We did. It was more of a competition. Now I've just gone extreme in, like, I want to see everything. I want to see them all. Do you remember the one year where we both were really shit and like we both were thinking that what was what, going last year every year every, yeah it's, it's never good stats like it's the lowest grade either of us ever got both in school and in life but yeah, it, it's fun trying to guess what they're gonna decide to I give did out. actually have one year where you did well one year I remember you called me no I, I didn't just do well I actually went to a conference a yes. professional conference and when I went to it there was this you know, put in your your picks for, like, the top five, like, the major awards. Yeah. Well, I, I should say top six major awards. And I had to guess who I thought was going to win, and I got second. And so I got, arrived at my door, this big package of, like, treats that you would get at a movie theater, and I'd won. I'd won from the conference. So I was very proud. That was, I think, my proudest year, necessarily. And it just was, and I you, were, you were so proud you never shared any of those snacks with me. Oh, no, there was no, no sharing, no, sharing no, at all. No sharing necessary. No, you didn't win. I won. <laughs> I won. That's for the winner. Yeah. Okay, all right. So favorite best picture of all time. This was a little tough for me. I've had some, it, it's surprising, because there's so many good ones. I love Silence of the Lambs. I loved Coda. I love Chicago. All very different movies. Yes. But my, I have I have a top three as well that yeah. I, I honestly... None of these are my picks. I feel like it should be a three-way tie for my picks because <laughs> they all have their own merits. My favorite best picture is something that I've always said is one of my favorite movies. Mm. It's American Beauty. Yeah. My name is Lester Burnham. This is my neighborhood. This is my street. This is my life. I'm 42 years old. In less than a year, I'll be dead. Of course, I don't know that yet. And in a way, I'm dead already. Which is very controversial now because it does star Kevin Spacey, and I and we all know how that went. Yeah. But I love. But you this can movie. you can love Kevin Spacey the actor without loving Kevin Spacey. And the that's man, what I do. Which I is love. Why we watch Baby Driver and American yeah. Beauty and all of those amazing movies. Exactly. Despite who he is, I love the character in the movie. I love the whole the whole story. I love everything about it. I don't even know where to begin. 
I love everything about it. I think it is beautifully filmed. I think the cast is perfect. I think the way it ends is perfect. Uh, every twist I and turn. I find it devastating. The end for me is just, it, it's so awful. Because it I, just, d- it, I disagree. I think like it's, it's, like, it's, it's I love the it. right. I, I love American Beauty like you do, but it also it hurts me at the same time. It's a good kind of pain. It's which, such a which strange... I will be leading into later. It's a good kind of pain, which I feel like is a perfect embodiment of what happens every time you see an Oscars. <laughs> it's a good kind of pain. It's a good kind who, of pain. Who you wanted to win may not have won, but it's a good kind of pain because they were nominated. No, I. But this is the thing. This is one of those few movies where I felt like. It, it would not. It would not be a winner, and yet it won. Yeah, and and I felt like it was just a creative film because it's usually like it usually goes if it did really well with people and people really like it, it yeah. won't win. Yeah, the really snotty upper class <laughs> one that a couple <laughs> the critics elitists. loved. Yes. The elitists are very much the Academy choosers because yeah. they never pick a movie that you're like, this was an amazing movie. Yeah. But we found a few that we were like, yeah, these these were good. Yeah. They got what they deserved. Yeah. Like I, I find a lot in a lot in the '90s and in the night. I think it was 1989. Was that the year Beetlejuice came out? Uh, yes. We'll get into that yes. in a second. Okay, so my favorite my favorite is American Beauty. Go ahead, go with yours. For me, much like you, I love Signs of the Lambs. I loved Shakespeare in Love. Yes. But good. for me, my favorite best picture was one that you introduced me to okay. a couple years ago because I hadn't seen it and you were devastated by that news. <laughs> That's I picked... my reaction to everything you haven't seen. Yes. <laughs> okay. I picked The Departed. What are you going to take Costello, huh? I mean, what's wrong with taking him on any one of the million fucking felonies that you've seen him do or I've seen him do? I mean, I mean, he murdered somebody, right? The guy fucking murders somebody and you don't fucking take him. What are you waiting for, honestly? I mean, do you want him to chop me up and feed me to the poor? Is that what you guys want? No, that might stick. Will you shut up? We are building a case and it takes time. You know that. Something's wrong. I'm, I'm telling you, something's wrong. Yeah, maybe. Oh, great movie. And I picked The Departed because the first time I watched it, I sat there thinking, this movie is so long. It's got to be getting somewhere. And different things happen, I'd say, in the last 40 minutes of that movie that make the first two hours of it worth your time. It's very necessary. Because the build-up, which feels very trivial and annoying the first time I watched it, when I watched it the second time, I saw all of these little hints and all of these things. The nuances. There, it's like little yeah. Easter eggs throughout the whole friggin' movie to lead you to a pretty much devastating ending for me and probably most people that were in love <laughs> with a certain character in it. Yes. Um, but I loved that it was a movie that kind of was, uh, for me, it felt like a dark horse because... It's something that... It felt, for me, it felt for like... For me, it's usually too many cooks in the kitchen. If you have too many awesome people, the movie usually is like... Like an ensemble. It's, yeah. You're wasting like, someone. Like, what was it called? Movie 42 that had, like, 42 <laughs> actual stars in it. Yes. And did you see how that went? That was went? a Razzie winner. That's, yes. Yeah. Movie There's a reason it was at the Razzies and not the Oscars. Yeah. It was too many cooks in the I kitchen. I have seen that, by the way. I watched was, the whole thing. It was too many cooks in the kitchen. But when I watched no, The No, that was not the problem with that movie, but okay. But it feels that way. Like, that's the kind of thing that happens. You put too many in it. Like, like when you do New Year's Day and Valentine's Day, those movies are just yeah. full of star power. You don't see anyone long enough to enjoy the actual performance. Yeah. In The Departed, I was worried it was going to be like that because you had Jack Nicholson, who's great. You had Leonardo DiCaprio, who's great. You got some Mark Ruffalo in there. You saw what he did to Reese. In Martin the, Sheen. Yeah, Martin Sheen. You've got Alec Baldwin. 
I you've got Mark Matt Ruffalo Damon. You, Mark, no, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, I mean. Mark Wahlberg. And oh, Mark if, if Ruffalo was in there, he was an extra. I didn't see him. <laughs> Anthony Anderson. Just all of these really awesome actors. Anthony Anderson's in Love Yes, he is. I forgot about him. Okay. All these really good actors. Okay. Before they were known as good actors. And sometimes when they were in their prime, they were getting recognition and they made something that was good. You people that you hate at the start, you love by the end. People that you thought were great are evil. There's so many twists and turns. It was deserving. It got what it deserved. So, okay. Both in the movie and I in a, reality. I have a statement, but I also have a question first. Okay. Is that the first time you watched a Martin Scorsese movie? No. Oh, no. I've you, seen, you'd seen before I, that? I'd seen... Oh, I can't even remember. Casino or Goodfellas? I'd seen Goodfellas. Casino, I saw a bit of it before I went to sleep once. I saw just enough for mom to be like, time for you to go. Because I, <laughs> I think I was like six. And it was like, get out the room. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, but, no, I, I'd seen Scorsese movies before. You'd seen and I, before. I do, okay. For right. me, Scorsese... Because I was going to say, if that was your first Scorsese movie... Oh, no. That would, that would make sense for you to be blown away by it, but... No, but I okay. think it's something that I liked more as I've watched it more, because I've seen it, like, yeah. three or four times now. It does, it grows on you. And, yeah. You see more. When I watched it the first time, I was like, this is wasting my time, and by the... By the, the most recent one was a few months ago, I watched it with our grandfather. Yeah. Um, and... He, he has he ever seen it? He hadn't seen it, so he oh enjoyed my God. it. He enjoyed it, but I was sitting there, kind of watching him watch it because I yeah. knew what was coming, and yeah. he really did not react the way I thought he would with that like twist in the elevator. He didn't react, no, and I was nothing. sitting there like, "Are you not losing your mind? Yeah. Like shaking okay. my arms, losing it." Okay, so that's yeah. a, that's a fair. And Our I mean that pictures. that was the year I think that Martin. Scors I mean, I might be wrong about this, but I think that was the year that Martin Scorsese finally won a Best Director Oscar. Yeah, and people were like, "This is about time because yeah. he should have won it for." It's Red like Dallas. how people felt when Leonardo DiCaprio got nominated for like, Revenant like fifteen times, and then he won for Revenant, and you were like, "You're that's kidding me." That's not the best. You one. got you've got what's eating <laughs> Gilbert Grape here, where he literally oh. like. Oh, you're going way back. Like he was like he should have been like the young like he should have had the title of youngest oscar winner and then anna paquin could have like dethroned yeah. him for a sack but still oh he could have had that honor for what's eating gilbert great because i think that's no, amazing tatum, tatum o'neill has the youngest oscar. She, well she does now what wait do you, no she had it before she before does anna paquin yeah she's the oh. youngest i thought it was anna yeah. paquin it doesn't matter no no but doesn't she's matter. pretty young you um, are the oscars queen so you would know okay uh, now, now we now have I'm to do our favorite afraid. Oscar season. Okay, yes. So, yes. So, it's not just about the movie. It's about the ceremony and everything that comes with it. Because so, it is a season, in my yeah, opinion. It is a season. So It may I, take place in the shittiest season between winter <laughs> and spring. It's what gets me through the winter, quite honestly. Yeah. So, okay. So, my favorite... And this was hard because there are some really good ones in the 90s. For your season? Yes. My, my favorite season was... I agree. The, the, the 90s and, like... Just because of the yeah. roundup, just because of the movies think, that were there. I think the eight, like the end of the eighties, leading into the nineties, yeah. and mid nineties, that's like top of the Oscars. And it, it might be for different. people who won, like it, people like the movies that we've seen that should win, yeah. and yeah, we want to win. Yeah. Won in those. It like, might 10 be years. yes, definitely. It might be different if I was older because if I had been older and at that time go going to see the movies the way I did for some of the later ones. I think I was just a matter of me being too young for the 90s ones. Yeah. I appreciated all the movies, but I didn't watch the ceremonies or don't remember the ceremonies in yeah. the same way. Well, I so wasn't alive and them. you would have been a child, so... Yeah, so this is this is a little it's skewed hard, it's in It's hard way. to fully appreciate it if you're okay. a little too young for the subject matter. Without further ado, mm -hmm. 
my favorite Oscar season is the 82nd Oscars. So let me let me elaborate a little bit on why. So the roundup. You've got a Tarantino movie, which is always amazing. And Glorious Bastards was that year. We had the underrated in education, which I think is amazing with Carrie Mulligan. It was kind of like the real startup of her. I have not seen. seen. I've not really seen that yet. Yeah. So I, I'm I won't just going to take your word for it. They, there was District 9, which I think is extremely good movie that is overlooked a lot. I don't even think it's it's one of those movies that gets played on TV or, or is easily accessible through streaming mm. in the same way. Because it is such a good movie. And, it, like, it may be one of those things that, like, people go back to later on and it'll have a resurgence. But it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, the Blind Side, which was, like, melts your heart. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. You for, want, like, you soft, want, happy. You feel like you're, story. You feel like you're a part of their family when you watch you do. it. You do. And you just want to give them all a big It is a hug. very feel-good type of film. Yeah. Um, and then there's Up and Up in the Air. Both movies I love about old curmudgeons getting up in the air a little too much. Yeah. Very different movies. But, but still, I love both of them. And I saw, that was a big thing as well, is I saw pretty much everything that was nominated that year. Yeah, I think that's part of the influence of it. Yeah. If you've seen the movies, you liked the movies, oh, and then yeah. they get nominated, you're like, oh, bring it. Yeah, Whoever definitely. wins, I'm going to have a happy day. And that was also the year that Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin hosted, which I really enjoyed. I thought it was a good dynamic for them. Yeah. But the well, real it's reason... It's interesting because they're very different people, but when they were hosting, it was a good balance and fun. The real reason, though... Yeah. And I think you will 100% agree, was I was so invested in the two, the divorced couple going against each other that year, which yes. was Avatar for James Cameron, which I thought was only an okay movie. I can actually watch Avatar, fun fact. <laughs> I've slept through every time I've tried to watch it. I've tried it three times, and I think the farthest I've gotten oh. is about an hour. I cannot watch it. I don't know what it is. It just it, it I causes I, narcolepsy I for I, you. Yeah, it, it it does. I don't fall asleep during a lot of movies, but that movie it's like so I've been shot with a horse tranquilizer because I'm out, yeah. and yeah. I I don't do that often. The only time I really yeah. do that is when I've seen a movie so much I could quote it, and then I go to sleep because I know what's gonna happen. And I, I have seen it. It's it was okay, yeah. but it was only okay. And then the other movie was The Hurt Locker, which was not even my favorite. Isn't that of Jeremy the year. Renner. Jeremy Renner. Yes. That was the big kickoff for Jeremy Renner's career. Yeah. And it was by Catherine Bigelow, directed by Catherine Bigelow, female director. Which was another kind of like rah rah for for yeah, just the women's because, movement because they don't get nominated. Oscars Female is not Oscars is not only so white; it is also so male, so it old is. dude male is yes. what it is. Yes, you never is. see. It's a, getting more diverse, yes, it's but at the same better, time, but it's not, very small baby steps. It is yes, and they one are step, tiptoeing one to step back, reality. one step forward. Sometimes as well, oh, like yes. there are some years they make. Oh yes, you know we will we will have some nominees other than white dudes, but we will have no women. Okay, that's, but, that's but the point happens. was, I was on the edge of my seat for waiting, the best picture. I didn't the... care that much about either movie, and I yeah, didn't think either Joker, deserved you, to win. But both of them were seeming it to the have fight. had it. It was the fight between yeah. these two, the, this, who's going to get it, because like, it, it just, you really felt it. And yeah. then she won, and I lost my shit. I, we I, were both very excited. I swear to God. We, we are very much. Screaming. We are screaming. We, we are very much, you know, go girl, go. So yeah. when she kind of got the last. fight that was not ours. Yeah, when she got, like, the last laugh, when it was yeah. like, me and my hubby just got divorced. Yeah. Who's going to win this fight? That's me. Yeah. Like, we, that was what it felt like. We had we no place. It. We had no place to be this excited, but we were 
It was very much very girl excited. power. We just felt very girl power. I don't even about know what it. it was. I don't know what it was. It was yes, girl power on one. I feel like if we level, if we invested ourselves a little there. further and found out what had gone on in the divorce, <laughs> I feel like we really would have been excited. Oh yeah, I'm not a fan of James Cameron either. Like he's obsessed with water. He is obsessed. With like water. he should the be abyss, a merman. The best Titanic way of water. Like it just never ends with him. Anyway, put him in a pool. But that's my pick. That's my pick. So put him in a pool. Ahead. Take the ladder away. Let him just swim yes. around in there. Yes. A, a He's floating a, James Cameron. That's well, not that kind of floating, but <laughs> <laughs> just but, a floating James Cameron. Yeah. That's, that's what, um, what you're hoping. My for. favorite Oscar season. I was really torn because I feel like different Oscars for me. I had like a top seven, as you know, and different Oscars have different things. Like I like when you have a mixed bag. Like when you had the 85th, you have Django, and you have Adele winning for Skyfall for best song, and you've got Silver Linings and all that. But for me, I picked. Um, for my favorite Oscar season, 1999, the 71st Oscars, you have Shakespeare in Love, you have Saving mm. Private Ryan, and you have What Dreams May Come. Those were, like, my top three for that year. Really? Those, like, went, like, that for me makes it, because it feels very, almost like Van Gogh painted the Oscars for me. Like, it feels very, <laughs> it feels very Starry Night, intellectual, Ooh. but artsy. I really liked it, because that's exactly what award season is. Award season for me is not, did you enjoy the movie? Was it a good movie? It's it's like toffee nose posh bitches deciding <laughs> on who deserves an award. And oh so for me, with those three winning that year, I don't know what they won for, but the fact that they won was enough for me. Um, <laughs> I think that made it the top for me. I will like to like do honorable mentions, like 61st and the 70th. What year was that again? 99. You weren't alive. I wasn't alive. You're... I don't know who hosted. I wasn't there for the experience, oh but gosh. it's my favorite. Yeah, that was a, a runaway for Shakespeare in Love. Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow won Best they just, Actress. They just swept. And Judy Dench, for like six minutes or something like that, like it was a very small fragment of time, won Best Supporting Actress. Which, yeah. Which is still questionable to me, but, but yeah. go on. But um, for me, because there are three very different movies. If you watch Shakespeare in Love, it's one story. If you watch Saving Private Ryan, it's a very different one. That's and true. if you watch What Dreams They Come, that's also a very different story. But I loved all three of them for very different reasons. So I love that they loved them for the same reason. And it has one of your favorite Oscar moments, too. Yes. Um, with Whoopi. Yeah. With her being... Whoopi coming out dressed as Queen Elizabeth. For Elizabeth, wasn't it? Elizabeth was that no, year? No, for Shakespeare in Love. Oh, oh it was just yeah, for she Judy Dench. Yeah, Judy Dench. Sorry. Dench. Yeah. Well, I wasn't alive. It's hard for me to remember why it happened. <laughs> this, is, this is a fair point. But, You've only seen it But yeah, I, I love when Whoopi's willing to go all out for stuff, because yeah. Whoopi's the best. But um, for me, I love that. I love that Shakespeare in Love ran away with it. I love Saving Private Ryan. It's my favorite Vin Diesel movie. And people are like, Vin Diesel was in that? I'm like, yeah. And he sacrificed his life for all those men. <sighs> Give him a hand. It, it really it devastated me. It's one of the few times that I nearly was like upset. I don't. You know what? Vin I can't remember in... saving Private Ryan very well. Yeah, like, I've se I know I've seen it once, but I think I might have seen it once, and I'm not it, a war it, movie person. I'm not a war movie person either, but it gives me like Band of Brothers vibes, the show Band of Brothers, which mm -hmm. I got introduced to because Jordan, as you know, he turned around and told me I should watch it. So then I watched it, and I was like, "This is great." This is actually really good. And I thought Dad would like it, because Dad's into war stuff, so I bought it for him. He hasn't watched it. Didn't watch it once. I've watched it again since, but... But, so, yeah. It is, is the uh, Homer Simpson bowling ball of, of gifts. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And What Dreams May Come, I thought, was beautiful and devastating in equal balance. Okay. But I think that's basically what all Oscar movies are. It's usually a balance between amazing highs 
and awful lows in most of the movies that get nominated. It's never a movie that's just pure happiness, because I've never seen that happen. Unless it's like a Pixar or a Disney right. that's being nominated for an animated movie. But yeah. Fair enough. And I, one of my favorite moments is in that in, in that uh, ceremony as well is Roberto Benigni winning for Life is Beautiful, where he got up. Do you, do you remember? You wouldn't I wasn't this? alive. Okay. Yeah, you're giving me a look like who? So he was, it was an Italian movie and they won for I've heard it. of, I've heard of the movie, yeah. And he, he was not s sat close to the front. So he yeah. jumped up and he walked across the tops of the seats, which was very, like, very much like the character he played in the movie. Yeah. And walked all the way to the stage that way. And it was just That's very dangerous. So it's very it, dangerous. It seems like he should be on, on, like, tags. Just, just well, absolutely he's, the he's happiest. He's quite literally walking on air across those seats. Yeah. It was, it was a lovely moment. Yeah. And, and one that I I, think I always sweet. think about when I think about the Oscars. Yeah, well, I think that's sweet. Well, there's quite a few for me. Like, there's different Oscar moments anyway that stick out in my mind, even though I wasn't, you know, present for them. Fully present. Yeah. And for some of them, for me, it was I was young, so I remember them, but I don't remember them well enough to be like, oh, I remember exactly what this year was. Like, I remember when they honored John Hughes when he died, and they had on the stage. Like, um, yeah. Molly Ringwald and Judd the Nelson and John Cryer, they were all on the stage mm -hmm. to honor him and they played a whole montage of his movies. And yeah. it wasn't just the classic, like, girl ones that everyone loves. You had Home Alone, you had National Lampoons, you had... Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, they were all just putting yeah, together having in, a baby. in a yeah. lovely pot of gold. And I also yeah. loved when they honored the fact... I don't know why they did this, but I remember it so clearly in my mind. They did a horror movie montage, and I don't know if it was because <laughs> they didn't just do a random. them. They didn't do them anymore, or if someone who was a great in horror had died or something. And I remember watching and thinking, this was amazing, and it was kind of like my taste of what was to come for me. Like, it, it was just that little <laughs> it blood thirst. It drew you back in, because you It really you did, because the... I hadn't watched a lot of horror things. Like, my darkest thing I was watching was, like, CSI and Criminal Minds. Yeah. But it helped me, like, dive into this <laughs> creepy... Ooh, what's this? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was amazing. And it also is a reminder for me that the horror genre never gets credit at the Oscars. Which no, always bothers me. It really That's bothers not true. Me. It hasn't... It, it, it has can't be times. labeled as a horror movie. Yeah, it has to be a suspense or a psychological thriller. Like, you've got Get Out and you've got jo Silence of the Lambs. I was going to say, Jordan Peele's Get Out is, is probably the closest I can think in recent memory of a horror movie coming... Because it was a yeah. horror and movie. And they, they say Parasite as well. I haven't seen Parasite. Parasite was not a horror movie. People have called it a horror movie, which is why I think it's annoying because There's it's... some creepy moments, but it's but not a I, horror movie. But I don't think it's fair to write it off because I think that the whole point... Black Swan. When you see a movie, the whole point is it to, it to give you a feeling, to give you an experience. Yeah. And I think horror movies are one of the best at doing that. The yeah. same as when you feel love when you watch a romance or, or fear when you watch a psychological thriller. When you watch a horror movie, you are scared. Yeah, your you, heart pumps. Yeah, your heart is pumping. Thing, you're yeah. enjoying what you're watching. You're sucked in, and I think yeah. that it always gets written off. But that's a different tangent entirely. No, that's, that, it's a it's a testament to the power of film. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Okay, um, that's more a score thing, though. Horror movies always win for score because of that. <laughs> yes, because of the suspense that's built there. Let's get negative. Yes, least yes. favorite host. Can I go first for this one? No. Oh, fine. No. You can go first. It is your week after all. <laughs> All right, so I, yeah, I don't feel like sharing because I, I truly think mine is the worst. Um, okay. <laughs> there's been some bad ones. There has been some bad ones, but the 83rd Oscars, which is right after I, I my favorite. Think, I think it's I think the worser hosts are the ones that they have this awkwardness. Like you yeah. feel like I'd rather there not be someone there, yeah. or that someone else was doing this, or yeah. so, like just have nominees do it instead. Yeah. Because there's a which they've there's, done. There's an energy. I you know how I feel about no yes. hosts. 
which is leading to mine. But <laughs> oh my god, just go, because I know you just want to go. Go, go, go ahead. Okay, well, my least favorite Oscars host is when they do, this has happened eight times, that's right, eight times, their lazy asses have not paid for someone to do this. They've had no host at all. And I think that is the worst thing so you can do. the worst host is no host. Yes. You know why they have MCs at things? To host them. To keep the energy going. Okay, so you're pro-host. into things. I am. I am pro-host. Host. Okay. Because I think it's important to have someone kind of moving things along, but keeping everything light and joyous. Yeah. And I Set think, the tone. And I think that you can have bad moments happen at the Oscars, like in recent history, the whole Will Smith fiasco with Chris Rock. I think that Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall handled it really well. Because that could have easily been, like, a oh, real yeah. downer. That could have been a real downer for the rest of the ceremony. Like, oh, shit, there's a fight breaking out on the stage. Well, it was the thing that everyone remembered. That was the thing they remembered. But people also remembered right after, the next day, people were talking about how Amy Schumer was like, oh, I went to the bathroom, did I miss something? Yeah. And she made the it light. The really shifted in the room. Yeah, she made yeah. it really light and made it not difficult. When you don't have a host and there's awkwardness, that helped. That nothing helped. can fix that. For, when there's no one there to fix the room. it, for it can't room. be fixed. When there's yeah. no one, that's the worst thing. There's no one to fix it. Even if it makes it a little worse before it gets better, it's better to have someone there than no one at all. Fair and enough. I think to have 8 out of 95 this year, that's like 12% of them, nearly, to have no host is ridiculous. 12% of the Oscars, okay. you've had just like a blank stage there. That mic is sitting on its own. Alright. But you have a different I, one. You, I disagree. You, you disagree. I disagree. You think <laughs> it's worse to have a host that's terrible. That's what you think. Or hosts. Hosts. Yes. Plural. Plural. That's okay. a hint for you guys. So here we go. 83rd Oscars. Now, I just want to paint a little picture for you. Hold on. I, you were on a high after your 82nd. I, I was on a high after the 82nd. I kept up the same sort of momentum. I saw pretty much all the movies. Very into it. Very like, oh yeah, this is going to be another great year. Like, weirdly obsessive this year I was. And it was a close follow-up in terms of, like, the roundup. But the ceremony was an absolute disaster zone. And here's why. This was the year that they were trying to push for a younger crowd. Like, the Oscars group itself was really going for, like, this was we want a younger demographic. Yeah. We don't want just old people watching our stuff. And the two front run runners, which I'll... I, I, I cannot believe this, was The King's Speech and The Social Network. And very different movies. Very different <laughs> movies. Both very good. I prefer one over the other. For me, it's Social Network. Yep, I, I me don't, too. I, don't really I like prefer King, the Social Network. I think it's a better movie than The King's Speech. The King's Speech is just a good collection of performances, I feel. Yeah. Whereas the, the Social Network is a better film overall. But I digress. People, many people obviously disagreed with me because The King's Speech won that year. which And did it not, kept winning. It won everything. I know. And it did not reflect, in my opinion, the tone that they went for the whole campaign. If it's supposed to be Oscars so old and they're trying to make it young, you'd think you'd have movies that weren't preaching to an older audience winning. Yeah. It but was, that's exactly what happened. It was one of those things that, like, in retrospect, I know not everybody knows, and you don't always know beforehand who's going to be the winner, and blah, 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 blah. You can't, you know, you don't want to skew that and, and get But you hope to have that, it kind but, of align. But it was, yeah, it was a real misalignment. And then second of all, and this was the worst part, <laughs> were the hosts. You had James Franco, who was giving it absolutely nothing. Like, like he might as well have not been there. He, he could have been drunk and high and probably would have done just as good of a job. I'm not sure he wasn't. <laughs> and then you had Anne Hathaway, who was picking up extra She was shifts. doing everything she could. I remember this. She was belting out songs. She was yeah. working her ass off. And she got, got the Franco job as host, no and she took it. Not a single fuck given from Franco. Nothing. And 
she she was doing so so much, but the tone was like desperate because of how yeah. much she was giving. Because she was working so hard, she was yeah. the kid that you're like, oh, I feel so bad for you. Well, it the, sucked. Yeah. It sucked because it was like watching two kids it was on like a, a stage. It was a teacher's pet and the class slacker working together. Yeah, to on a, a project. project. On a project. Yeah, on a project that was clearly being derailed from the get go, and you're watching it and you're just feeling it's, bad. It is, it is a car crash in slow motion. It was, and for some people, they enjoyed watching that and don't hate it as much. Like in retrospect, well, people, they think it's funny. People sometimes love awkwardness. Yeah, and they love it uncomfortable situations. It it's like when people laugh bad. at funerals. It's not right, but it's still oh happening. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's that uncomfortable awkwardness it, that it was, you hated. Yeah. And others kind of got joy from it. Yeah. But in, in my mind, that's the one I remember and thinking, you know what? It would have been, been better to have no host at all at this. It would have been better. And I, you, I personally feel it's always better to have the host because yeah. a little bit of awkwardness, <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> you have. you would have been fine with that. I'd rather have that than crickets for me because okay. it feels very static otherwise. Okay. Fair but enough. yeah. Um, On to our fan theory fight club. Yes. Which so you are in charge of this week. Yes. Now, I'm just going to keep it nice and, and simple. Yes. Unlike every time I do one of these. Yes. Yes. So the Oscars is not particularly good for women for, as winners. Oscar winners that are female, they or suffer. Or nominees. You know, they don't get nominated. No, no, no. No, no. That's not this theory. Wait, this, this theory this, is if you this win. This is a whole issue of something else. You win. So best okay. actress, best supporting actress. If you are a winner, two things might happen to you. You might win the Oscar and have your entire career ruined, or... You might get a divorce or both. And that has been a trend that has happened for quite a few people. Like I'll, I'll give you just a quick recap so you can have a little taste. Okay. Mira Servino won for Mighty Aphrodite mm -hmm. and her career just completely disappeared. Which there's yes. more to that there we is. know now. We know now she was blacklisted and all Me these too other movement and the, all, all these that. other things. Yes. But that yeah. is one thing that feeds into But this, it I'm did guessing. happen. It yes. did happen. It happened all the same. And Marissa Tomei she did not do anything. I mean, she's had a resurgence as of late, but she did not have much of a career after she won for My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. It, it's like her career just started to fall apart then. Which is interesting and because she is amazing in My Cousin Vinny. You'd think everyone oh my would God. want to snatch her up. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. I still think she's amazing. My, my clock is ticking like this. Yes. Thump, thump, thump. Thump, thump, thump. And the way things are going, I ain't ever getting married. Yes. Yeah, it yeah. was awesome. It, she's go great. Go Marissa Tomei. Yes. Um, Halle Berry. Halle Berry did Monsters Ball. She won. It was a very landmark kind of historical moment. And well, wasn't she the first to win? Saw... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, first African American woman to win Best Actress. Yeah. And, and then happened, like, she made Catwoman. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was the follow up. She made yeah. Catwoman, and, and and that kind of was the real finger, the Razzie. And I don't remember her in much other than that. Like, well, I, that was just gone. Well, she did Storm minute after she no i don't even know if that was after anyway point it, was it's all a blur it was, though it was the it, end it of went, accolades yeah. that's for sure um anne hathaway anne hathaway i think had it particularly hard because it was like the court of social like people hated public her opinion. and we don't yeah. quite understand why Pe <laughs> they let's, did. let's they be did. real people hated anne hathaway we were not those people we love anne hathaway yes but we do not know why but for some oh reason wasn't she voted the most hated when after her yeah she went yeah. for les mis everyone loved her let's, she shaved her head and then they yeah. went on her ass and i don't know everything. i don't know if it was the hair police started something or what <laughs> but they took it out on her for way too long and then to a lesser extent jennifer lawrence had that as well she was one after the other after the other 
nominated. Jennifer Lawrence she kept won. doing great movies and kept winning. She won and twice. Getting nominated. And she then won twice. And it, I think it was after the second win it fell apart for her. Yeah, well, she said herself recently in an interview that she felt after that had happened that she was being pushed in different directions. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't necessarily what she wanted to do, but she did it. And, it, and like, she said that herself that she really regretted doing Passengers and stuff like that. Because oh, they that were things... Bad. Oh, that I, was really I bad. I saw Passengers. I didn't mind it, but I do uh. agree that it was something that wasn't on brand for either of them. Chris Pratt didn't do that, uh. and nor did she, and it felt very odd to watch that experience, and it felt odd for her, obviously, because she didn't even yeah. really want to do and it. Michael Sheen, like, they're, they're all good actors in that movie. It was just a weird... It was, it was a weird. weird... It was... It was a weird combination of things. I didn't get the point of passengers. Anyway. Well, I thought it was just devastating that he divorced the freaking thing because he didn't want to be on his own. Divorce, darling. Yes. All right. If so. it isn't going to ruin your career, it's going to take your marriage and flush it down the toilet. So this has happened for a long time. You got Betty Davis and Ginger Rogers way back when. Yep. They both won and then they both got a divorce. Um, and then in more recent memory, for, for those of you who are like, who? Um, Reese Witherspoon. She got a divorce from Ryan Philippe. Yeah. After she Gorgeous kids, by the way. They look like both of them perfectly. Yes. Um, Sandra Bullock... Sandra Bullock, I think, is probably the worst example of this. Because she, she thanked him. Lovingly thanked him for being, like, the star she, of she, her life. You know what she did? She did a book dedication to uh, her Oscar for that man. <laughs> and then within, like, a month, it was like, oh, shit, this was a bad decision. And she might as well have, like, scrolled on it. Sandra Bullock winner and then, like, scraped onto the trophy. For and, my husband. Yeah, and husband. Yeah. Because that was the she way thanked, she thanked him. She thanked him so much. And that, was while it, it is amazing. Was it 24 hours or 48 hours? Yes. It was. It was less than a week after she actually got the, the trophy. Yeah. It was expose. He had cheated on her many many times yeah well he not, not apologetic he didn't care not apologetic at all it was, it was one of those she works too hard she won that oscar because she left me with her yeah it was yeah. it was a, an embarrassing sort of uh you wanted to give sandra bullock a hug and give him a slap around the head and then a lesser known one um kate winslet she won for i believe it's the reader and then um her relationship with uh, was, was her husband sam was her husband sam mendez i don't remember i can't remember what his name is I love Kate Winslet for her. I don't remember yeah. whoever she's with. Yeah, I gotta be honest. Well, <laughs> I know who she's with now, but I, anyway, long story short, she got a divorce as well. Now, is it her? So. Is she newly married, or was it that husband that she went into like a burning? Yes, building? no, that's her current husband, I believe. Yeah. Like that is Kate Winslet, the hero, <laughs> went and got divorced, found a new husband, and then saved. Was it his mom? No, it was his grandmother, I believe. Or, yeah. Like, girl went in and saved lives. Girl is a firefighter. Yeah. As well as a best. Yeah, no, he, she's actress. related. She's now, through marriage, related to Richard Branson? Yes. It's his, virgin, it's virgin, his, virgin. Yeah, Virgin yeah, Mobile. Yeah. It's his, like, and virgin son. Airlines, his virgin son, music, or yeah. I don't know. Yeah, son, grandson, something like that. Yeah, but that that's amazing. But yeah, saved saved a woman. Went into a burning building and saved a woman. So go and Kate yet, Winslet. And yet, the Oscars burned her so. So I think this fan theory has merit. But I think it is just kind of, I, I don't agree. Because there's so many examples that can contradict this, that make it completely... Well, if you find, like, seven people Susan that it Sarandon, happened... If you like, find seven people that happened to, she, there's still another yeah. not... There's still another 88 yeah. where it didn't happen. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't like this theory very much at all. I think it doesn't have 100% value. And, uh, yeah. I so. think it's just a, not a happy coincidence, but an odd coincidence that should be yeah. looked into. But I think it's just, you know, it's Hollywood people get divorced, and I think that's 
And, and, I think, and your career is fickle for a woman. And I, yeah, because it doesn't happen to men. Well, it, like, it, it may just be she has more power than me now. I want out, or she she's at the top of her game. She's booking something. It's it's like the bystander effect. You know, you always think someone's calling nine one one. You always think someone's calling to give them another gig, and then they don't call, and that's how their careers go down. Or everybody wants you, and then now you have a higher chance of picking the wrong thing. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's a there's a lot that goes there's into that. There's a lot of play. So I don't think this is a valid theory. What are your thoughts? I think it's an interesting thing, but I I don't think that it's no true. way to it. I yeah. think I I think when you have over 80, 80, that's what we give eighty seven. You've got eighty seven or eighty eight other Oscar ceremonies where it hasn't happened. I think the odds are more in that exactly. favor. Exactly. Okay. Which leads us into the final segment. Twist. No, the... no, not not for this week. Oh. But go ahead. Oh, okay. Twist me. Twist me. Okay, we're doing Twist the Sister. Woohoo! That's right. Get your chiropractic belts on. I'm oh. going to have to give you an adjustment. Click, 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 click. Yeah. There goes so, my back. So, um, for Twist the Sister, uh, it's hard to find stuff that you That don't, I don't like, because I like everything. <laughs> um, it's either got to be something you haven't seen or something you hate. Okay. So, for this Twist the Sister, we're doing Atonement. Robbie, didn't you read my letters? Had I been allowed to visit you, had they let me every day, I would have been there every day. Yes, but if all we have rests on a few moments in a library three and a half years ago, then I'm not sure. Robbie, look I at me. I don't know. Look at me. Look at me. Come back. Come back to me. Ooh. Oscar winner Atonement. Yes. Which it, I have seen. You know what I think is interesting? For all the things that Atonement could be known for, would you go, huh, what an interesting score? Because that's what the Oscars thought. They gave it best score. It won I don't remember the score at exactly. all. Exactly. I don't so. remember anything other than the drops that you hear when she gets at that fountain. Like, there's no other sound for me. And I don't even think that counts as score. That would be that, sound editing. But yeah. I remember the moment, but I don't remember the, the drops. No, but anyway. I mean that's the only sound that you would remember, because you remember certain moments of this. Yes. So Atonement was one that I came to very, very late, and I'm the I person... I came to late. I watched we it when did. I was, like, yes. 14. You saw it before me, though. You yes. still saw it before me. Yes. And you were a fan, I do recall that, so I was like, you know what, I'll give it a chance. It's period piece, I know there's something about war in it, and you know I'm, I'm probably not gonna... period piece. You really yeah. do know I'm a sucker for You it. are, I'm not. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine, I will give it a chance, and I watched it, and it felt slow, and it felt boring. And then at the very end, I was furious. Yes. And... See, for me, I was I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to say this is something that is going to require a spoiler alert. Oh, so if I, you I will not, spoil the crap out of this. You this don't need is where to, you stop. Yeah. Stop now. If you haven't seen Atonement, stop now. Understand that I will win yeah. this fight. She will lose this fight. She will be thoroughly no, twisted no, into a nice that. Twizzler. No. No. Hit, no. No. Hit, hit no. pause and watch it. Stop no. Stop listening. But this is not a guaranteed Whatever. win for you, but yes. It is a guaranteed win. It's a great Spoiler movie. alert. Yes. Go ahead. So, in Atonement, James McAvoy... Amazing man. You've all seen him. You all love him. Charles he, Xavier from the X-Men prequels. Go yes. On. And Kira Knightley. You love her. Whether it be Love Actually, any other period piece she's ever done, or her new Bend video. Bend like Beckham! Or, or that. <laughs> um, they are in love. However, she is of higher status than him. Yes. Richie. Richie Richard. Yeah. She wealthy sister. He yeah. poor brother. 
Anyway, so... No, they're, they're not related. Just, no, just to no, clarify. No, they are not related. This is no. not a weird, twisted he works, thing. He works for them, I Yeah, believe. he works for them in some way or another. I haven't seen it in a while, because it's been like eight years since I've seen it. Watched it once, and that was enough for me. I was invested. Yeah. But um, it's one of those movies that you need to watch once, take a break for a while, watch it again, because you feel a completely new experience when you watch it. But they're in love, and... Cersei Ronan, young Cersei Ronan. Very young. Like, this is before she did Hannah, this is before Lovely Bones, this is when she's a little kid. L- way before Little Women. She is her sister, I believe. And, and what's it called, Lady Bird? Yes. Way she, before that. She is playing Kira Knightley's sister, if I remember correctly, and she has a huge crush on James McAvoy. And it's ridiculous, honestly, because yeah. she is a child. But but it's like what a kid does. Some, some, some kids do that. Uh, not me, but some do. And uh, James McAvoy, she catches him with Kira Knightley, is what Cersei has a problem with, and she proceeds to accuse him of a crime. I'm not going to say what the crime is. No, go ahead. We, we said spoiler alert. No, because you see young Benedict Cumberbatch. There's, there's other things. There's a rabbit hole of stuff. Of a sex crime. Yes. She accuses him of a sex crime, and he is being arrested, and it's devastating because there's an amazing library scene before this, and you could tell they're in love. Um, in more ways than one. And he gets dragged away, and Kira Knightley is heartbroken, and he's... Because she's being, secretly in love with yeah, him. Yeah, she's secretly in love with him. He's very much in love with her. And he's being taken away. And you don't know when they're going to see each other again. And uh, the whole story and over the course of this, And over the course of this movie, uh, they're going... There's wars, and he's fighting, and she's a nurse, and Cersei Ronan's slowly growing up, and this goes on for Fast a Fast track while. to the end of the movie. Fast track to the end of the movie... Cersei Ronan, you find out, is an author? Yes. I, I just she's, an At author. this point, fast forward, like, she's not Cersei she's Ronan old. anymore. She's played by, I believe, Vanessa Redgrave. I don't, um, I don't remember much, who's playing her. Much, she's much older. older. But she's, she's much, much actress. older. And she's being asked in an interview to tell a story or whatever. And you realize that she's telling the story of James McAvoy's character and Keira Knightley's character. And at the end of it... Who are really her sister and... The man that she had a crush on. Yes. Years and before. she's telling their story... And you think that they have a happy ever after, a happily ever after, because that's what she writes in the book. In the book, and then you find out that it's a lie. That's not what you happened. find out the truth of the situation. That Kira Knightley dies, I think, in like a tunnel, saving people. She drowns, and he dies because he's freezing to death in a war zone. And they never ne- see each they other never again. see each other again. It's devastating, and that is why end you of movie and end. roll the credits. And I like I to this day I don't quite know is that supposed to, to be the atonement like is the atonement that she wrote this book that was like that's not atonement that's just fantasy that's just making shit up and hoping it sticks like that's not atonement in my mind but go ahead twist me so tell me why I'm wrong great casting first of all that that's something you have to give it it's kudos I will give it I Kira will give Knightley it casting is period queen. Give her that crown. Yep, perfect time period for um, both of both James yeah, McAvoy and both Kira. of them. Both of them skyrocketing into and the supporting cast is very good. I'm not a yes. big Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbitch. You're not a Cumberbitch. <laughs> I'm not, not a Cumberbitch. Cumberbitch. Yeah, but but good casting for what for the small role that he has and Judo Temple and, is good in and that. And you hate him so much so quick, don't oh, you? Yes. Oh yeah. So, Dislikable. Yeah. And you have to have an antagonist. And in this one, yeah. you'd think it would be the one who actually is committing crimes. But no. It is Cersei Ronan, a child. 
How many times do you see a movie and she's always where you, good where you hate a child that much? How many times have you seen a child that you hate that much? Other than a horror movie where you're seeing, like, cool. the omen? How many times do you see a kid that you're like, they're the villain, they're the antagonist, I hate that child. Because children are Opposites designed... Are just annoying, but children, this one is children, one where you are Children just... are designed to make you love them because they're a child. You don't yeah. hurt a child, you love the child. They're like inserted you hate, into the story you hate to Cersei. gain sympathy. Yes, you hate Cersei from beginning to end. You hate her when she's a child, when she is framing James McAvoy. Yeah, sure you hate her as an it's... adult, when she writes a story to try and no. undo the fact that she ruined the love story yeah, that's and not lives an apology. of people. You haven't fixed anything, woman. That, Get your I think, shit together. But that, what you hate about it, I think is what makes it excellent. Because you have tragedies. It's the I, Super Mario, I, I've I said know. this before, it's yes. the Super Mario of movies for me. Because I, I think it was like Super Mario 3 or something like that. It was a video game where the whole thing, you play the whole game, and... At the very end of it, it's all a dream. It's all a waste of your time. And there's tons of examples of that, but it is, that's what it feels like. It feels like, you you feel what like, what the fuck did yeah. I just have to go through? Yeah. And you're like, it's not real. The, oh, the anger. The anger. I know. You're up, and, it, and it's, it's a good, like I said though, with Oscars, it's a good kind of pain. Because when you no, see stuff... No, it's yeah, not. <laughs> when you see stuff like Terms of Endearment and Love Story and Seal Magnolias, these are movies that you sit there and you ball your eyes out, and you hate people, and you love people, and you feel all of these things it at has a very an emotional high level. impact. And you, like, you're all, like, a big ball of anger and sadness and all these things. And I think Atonement not only meets that, feeds into the tragedy of the thing, but with it all being a lie, that actually makes it better. You know what? I will give you, I will give you, you credit there. I will say that, yes, if you want an emotional impact, this movie has that, because I've never been so pissed. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. You're sad, but you're also angry yeah. when you watch it. And when you see other tragedies, you're just sad. But I don't or like you're it. just one way. I know. You don't like it, but, but you will have to movie. give it its merits. That it's... Yeah. yeah. It's, okay, fair enough. Yeah. It's... I and I And I think that... I know that you hate it because of it all being a lie and her thinking that that is her apology for fixing it. But I disagree <laughs> that it's not her trying to atone for it. I think it's called atonement. I know, I know it's called atonement, and I think that's what she's called it, but I think it's really an apology to her sister because she puts her needs above her sisters at such a young age, and she spent her whole life trying it to destroyed fix it. Because her their character lives. her character comes into it throughout the years. You see where she is and you see where her sister is, and you can see that she's always trying to fix it. Because she yeah. knows that what she did as a child had real world consequences. Ruined everything. Yeah. It set hell in motion. Yeah. Because yeah. it didn't just ruin the sister, and it didn't just ruin James McAvoy. It ruined them all, because by the end of it, they're not super wealthy bourgeoisie people anymore, if I remember correctly. She's a writer, and you hear nothing but the family. Like, the family could have been in ruin, for all we know, because... Yeah, you, do, you don't ever hear the family again. Like, it destroys the family. It destroys everything. Yeah. yeah. Because of the actions of a child, and yeah. putting her needs above others. All right, so what I'm saying is I... You don't like it any more than you did before. I don't think I would ever watch it But you will it admit that it is a good movie. Well, I will admit that it is, uh, yeah, that it's a good movie. It's a good movie for one watch only. Don't expect to be happy Watch, at the end of watch it. it once. If don't you agree with me, watch it again in about five years and you'll love it some more. Yeah. It really is one of those you, things you, you need really to take a break. You really have a crush on it, James McAvoy, too. Oh, no. I think there's I, a lot of people who are like, ew. And then there's a lot of people who are like, hello. It, no, it's not even that. Because I went hello in feeling nurse. very lukewarm about James McAvoy. But I ended up really loving him for how much he loves her mm. in it. 
But yeah, right. so I dig- I digress. I think I twisted you just a little bit. Yeah. I think you're not full Twizzler, but I Twist think- and shout. Yeah. Shake let it up, it, baby. Let it all out, sis. <laughs> but yeah, all right. so that's it for Oscars week. No, it's not. That isn't it for Oscars that week? That is not it. Do you have a surprise? Um, we have an Oscars coming up. The Academy Awards is right around the corner, and so I am just going to do a very, very quick, very, very brief recap of what's nominated, and you gotta put your vote in I have to, to see... My, I have to put my vote in now? You have to place your vote Spoiler now. alert, I've seen basically 0% of the movies this I've year. I've seen a lot. So I I will, I'm everything. gonna go in based on either, you know, okay. biases that I believe exist, okay. or because I love somebody. That's we're, literally... We'll keep it brief. That's what we're gonna do. We'll keep it brief. We you wanna do the top six categories? We're gonna... Yes, we're gonna okay. do the top six categories. So we'll start with actor in a supporting role. So, just a recap. And the nominees are... The nominees are... Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Inisherin, which I have seen and I'm assuming you have not. I have not, but I really want to. Uh, well, it's on Disney+. I, Plus. Like, you can I watch really it. want to. That's how I saw it. I watched Because on I Plus. love... You know how I love Colin Farrell. I love him so much. It, it is a movie... I want to give him a hug every time I see him. You'll like You'll like it. It's You'll like the movie. So, anyway, Brendan Gleeson um, plays a, a violinist who um, does not want to be friends with someone anymore and says... Oh, you don't, need going, to, you don't need to tell me. He's going to cut off his fingers yeah, for, I, you, if he doesn't leave him alone. Yeah. Like, he just wants him to get the fuck away from him. Like, that yeah. is, in essence, you the don't character. Need, I, I know the gist of what happens um, in some of these movies, so give me my nominees. I'll okay, tell you who's okay, winning. All right. Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. I haven't seen it. I know nothing about this movie. I haven't um, even, have I heard of it? I haven't, I don't know anything about it. I don't even know it. if I've heard of that. I think it's something with Jennifer Lawrence and funny enough, so she apparently, she oh, does get roles. yes, still. I do know the movie. Yes, it's supposed to be really good. Well, yeah, it's nominated. No, 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 like, she, I, I think if I remember what I heard about it, she. I thought we weren't doing I'm, this. I'm like, sorry. No, so you know, so you know. Not not, okay. not for the viewers. No offense to you guys. Viewers. But it's listeners. Listeners then. No offense to you guys. This is just for my sister's benefit. Okay. Um, she, I think, was supposed to have been in the military or something, but she goes through a really traumatic experience. And Don't she, tell me. I'll watch it. And she it. comes back. You're salty. I'll watch it. She comes back and she's really, like, like down in the dumps, really feeling It's nominated shitty. for an Oscar. And I'm he, going to watch it. And their friendship makes them better. Beautiful. Beautiful story. So Judd Hirsch it's is basically nominated. The o- it's the opposite of, ban- of Banshees is what it is. Judd Hirsch. friendship makes it better versus friendship, friendship makes it worse. Friendship makes it worse, yeah. Uh, Judd Hirsch, uh, for the Fable Bins, which is the Steven Spielberg yes. kind of, not a bot, it's not the story of his it, life, it, but it, it is, is his story of his life. It is the story of his life. I don't care and what Judd anyone Hirsch, says. It is his story. Judd Hirsch plays his, like, uncle or great uncle or something to that fact. Yeah, Very small. Paul Dano's his dad, isn't he? Yes, yes. Yeah. Very small role for Judd Hirsch, but impactful, I thought. Um, Barry, I, I feel like I'm going to say both of the next two names wrong. Barry Cohen. We apologize in advance. Barry Cohen for the Banshees of Inisherin, which, if I'm correct about this, plays the only other character I can think of in the movie, which is, I think his name's Dominic. And he's like the, the town fool. Like, he's a bit of an idiot in the town. And, uh, yeah, he's abused by his father. Like, he has a complex story. Oh, complex story. He's in love with the sister. Uh, he's the comic relief of the movie. And honestly, if it was just based on me liking someone, he would be my pick for this. Yeah. Um, and then there's Kay Wei Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I have no idea who Kay Wei Kwan is. I think that might be... That's Data, isn't it? No. Wait, no. is this supporting actor? This is Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, is it, it is. Data? It's Data. It's Is Data. It really? It's Data from the Goonies. Oh, you're right. Okay, I, do. I had to look you it up. You gotta love that guy. I'm sure I'm saying his name wrong. I'm very sorry because I do not know how to say it. Also known as Jonathan K. Kwan. Anyway, point I is... I think it's better to just say the K. Kwan. Kwan. I, I, oh, Please I'm, don't say Kwan. <laughs> I don't know. I'm making it worse. We're making it so much worse. We are so sorry. Love his character. You know what? I'm, I might have to... Oh, I might have to change gears. 
because well, I love his character. You know what? I'm going to say he is... Ooh, you think he's going to win the Oscar? Judd Hirsch was good, too. Oh, what are you going to do? You, have you seen any of these movies? No, but I already know who I'm picking. Who are you picking? Kei oh. Hae Kwan. You want to know why? <laughs> You're picking Data. You're picking Data You want to know why I'm movies. picking Data? And it's not because he's Data. It's because everything, everywhere, all at once mm-hmm. is winning everything. It's doing what Coda did. It's winning the odd thing here and there, but it's collecting up awards. Yeah. And I think he's going to win for it. You think he'll win? Yes. Either that or him from Banshees, just because I feel bad for his story. I'm going to say, oh, it's between that and the Fablements for me, because Judd Hirsch had such a small role, but it was such a good role. You know what? I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to agree with you. So so we're not going to diverge. Data for the win, guys. We're not going to diverge. We're going Data from the Goonies for Go- the win. Goonies represent. All right. Next category. Best Actress in a Supporting Role. And I already know who I'm going to pick from this. Okay. Uh, me, it's the only the movie I haven't seen Give me the names. Give me yet. the movies. I'm going to tell you. Okay. I'm going to go backwards based on this list that I have in front of me. Do what you gotta do. So, Stephanie Hsu, from Everything Everywhere All at Once, plays the younger daughter of the main character. You still haven't seen everything. You don't care at all what I'm saying. She's the villain, isn't it, isn't she? She is. She she plays a villain. That's a a spoiler I probably shouldn't know, but I do know it. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing performance. I loved it. Yeah. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, same movie. Um, Sausage Fingers. She does. She plays... There's a very... Okay. So you just, know, she, like, she insisted that she have, like, no makeup, no, you know, spanks, nothing, because yeah. she wanted to be, like, completely authentic for Is it. that really her? Like, she doesn't have that much weight on her. I don't know. She had a massive, I don't know. She massive turned around, though, and that. she did a post about how she, like, vouched for it. Like, before the movie yeah. was really big and came out, she talked about it. Yeah. Because she was excited for the well, project. What, okay, so just a little recap, because you haven't seen it. She, Everything, everywhere, The assassins are trying to kill her. They're all different. It's random no, universes, no, no. she said. Yes, it's a bunch of different dimensions, but Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, the main storyline that they start in, Jamie Lee Curtis plays a tax um, assessor, basically, that works for the IRS, and um, she's not a very nice person. But then there are other alternate dimensions, like you mentioned. That's what what happens in this movie. And they see all the different possibilities. Every time you make a decision, this is another pathway of where you could have gone. Mm. So you have, like, millions of versions of yourself. And one of the versions is a universe where their fingers are made, like, out of sausages, which makes no sense to me. But in that world, they're in love. She's in love with the main character. Jamie Lee Curtis and her in love? Yes. And it is such a touching moment. I don't know why, but this one universe... You look like you're ready to cry now. It is. It is such a touching moment. Uh, But it's so silly because, like, they have sausage fingers in the scene. But it is so moving for some reason for me. It's drawing to see the visuals, but it's touching for the story. I don't know what it is. It's so weird. And I just... She looks like she could put her finger up her nose. But that love story is so cute. I don't think she's going to win. Just fair... fair, She probably won't because Jamie Lee Curtis... But I do like Jamie Lee Curtis in that movie. God, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. For uh, everything. Carrie, Carrie Condon, Condon? Condon? I'm not sure. Again, How? I apologize for every single person whose name I'm, I'm mispronouncing. Um, I'm just double-checking. Yes, it is. So she plays the role in Banshees of Initiative of the sister who is like, I've had enough of this shit and I want to get out of this town. Yeah. I've had... And she's, like, so supportive, but she really has no friends. This town is kind of dead end to her. Well, they're being Irish. It's got to be, like, Condon, you know. Condon? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Kitty Condon. She she leaves, um, and that's kind of, or Or she wants to leave, I should say. And that's kind of her... Storyline. in the movie. Great role. I loved her. She was probably my favorite character out of the movie, other than the comic relief character. Um, so you don't like Br- uh, but Brendan or win. Colin? I don't think she's going to win. Hong Chow for The Whale... Um, I argue, I would argue this is a smaller role. She plays a nurse 
who um, helps the main character Brandon in the whale. Who, yes, who is a, a like clinically obese man who's like ready to die at any point. But she is friends with him and she supports. Um, well, I wouldn't say supports like his decisions, but she like takes care of him to she's a certain extent. She's his confidant, the person that he relies on. Yeah, and she's a nurse, which is and isn't very Sadie important. Sink his daughter. Yeah, but she's she's not nominated. So, yeah. so let's stay stay focused. Uh, I'm so sorry. I would even mention someone Hong else. Chao, great job. She does a great job in it. She's like a little bit pissed off because of the situation, and she really is really cares for the this yeah. person, but. Um, but you know she doesn't agree with what's going on and and is hoping to improve his life to a certain extent but knows that she's not going to be able to it, it's it's a complicated role that she plays and she plays it really well but yeah. i don't think she's going to win again and then the one that i do think is going to win and i don't even think it's deserving because i I've, I've watched a few minutes of this movie and i'm just not sold and that is angela bassett for black panther wakanda forever she's swept and my only thought is that she's going to continue to sweep what I don't understand is, I love Angela Bassett. I think she's got me you too. Know, a lot of Just great roles under her belt, but I think this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, what the hell? It's just not. I don't get it. I I I will see a Marvel movie just as it. much as the next guy, but I don't think you should it's be handing right. out awards for the acting of someone in a superhero tight suit, because they're usually not doing something that is so emotionally involved. Other than... I'm, I'm halfway through this movie. Like, I just... And I'm I don't still know. not getting I don't, it. I don't know. I don't think... Like, you watch them for entertainment. You don't I, watch them for I didn't say I liked it the best. It's the one that I've seen the least of because I haven't actually finished the movie No, but I, I think it's just ridiculous. Like, so it's I love her, but I just think it's silly to nominate superhero movies for anything other than like sound effects or costuming yeah because you're not you're not going I'm gonna now go who's the snob i'm not gonna go see infinity war to hope that it gets an oscar i'm seeing infinity war because i want to see, see infinity war yeah i want to see why. a bunch of superheroes kicking ass that's what yeah. i want to do escapism yeah it is it, that is superhero movies are blatant escapism fair enough um i'm probably going to contradict you afterwards with that but th that's fine we'll leave that alone i think she's going to win just because i think she's going to win not because i want her to win your choice? Are you agreeing mm, again? No, 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 I'm not. I'm gonna bet on um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Not Jamie Lee, Stephanie Shue. Shue. Yeah, Stephanie Shue is really good. So I'm, I'm betting she's on her. She's who I think should win. I'm betting on her just because you know she could be like a surprise winner because that has happened at the. Oscars. She should win. She should win. Yeah. I would argue she should win if if yeah. if it comes down to just merit. Um, okay, actor in a leading role. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna really if stick I hear my neck one more out here. Person talk about freaking Austin Butler in Elvis. <laughs> I'm gonna explode. So Austin my Butler plays Elvis. Combust. First nominee. My We're whole body on. will just combust. Colin I, Farrell, who you love. Yes, I do love him. In the Banshees of Inisherin. Well, He's, I just love him in everything. Like I feel like he should have won for Seven Psychopaths personally, but I think it's this. Oh, I could be wrong. It's the same. It is the same, same director. director. Yes. Okay. In Bruges, Seven Psychopaths. A lot of Irish. Always yes. Colin Farrell, seemingly. Yes type of, of Well, movies. he has a favorite, and so do we. Let's just keep it going. <laughs> you do. I'm not that big a fan, but, but he like, also I had, like a few This is his things. second Brendan Gleeson? Yes. He also was in In Bruges. That was devastating. Have you seen I'm In not, Bruges? I've never seen In oh Bruges. Oh my god. I knew you were going to oh slaughter god. me for that. That hurt me so much. 
That was third, hurting as much as third nominee well, did in Seven Psychopaths. Third that nominee. Day. By the way, we're both fans of Seven Psychopaths, and I'm sure it will be coming up again soon. Brandon I have Frazier. zero doubt. Brandon Fraser in The Whale. He'll win. No doubt. I don't need to hear My, anything about Austin Butler. Brandon Fraser for the win. Yes. He put his heart and soul the into it. The only upset for me would be El Austin Butler for if Elvis. Because I've seen it, and I was not that impressed. You know what's just as annoying I'm me? I'm sorry. Basically, if you play a dude who died and was in music, you win. You do, like, and this is true. It doesn't even have to be a real dude. Crazy R heart. Rami Malik. Rami Malik won. For Freddie Mercury, no. if he wins for Elvis, I'm gonna be pissed. Because you had Taron Egerton. Brendan Fraser. I apologize I think if I'm well saying his name wrong. Taron Egerton, I think is how you say his name, who played Eggsy and Kingsman. When he played Elton John, he deserved a goddamn Oscar, and he didn't get one. But they give it to the dead dudes, and it makes me so angry. Oh, so you have to be dead. Exactly. And a rock star. You have to be oh, okay. dead and a rock star. Well, now we know the criteria. Thank you. So, so if he, if he wins, theory. if he wins, it feeds right into that fan theory that I have all on my own. So I saw the whale, and when I was in the theater, you I cried. Everyone I know that's seen I it, so they for the last their like, eyes out. Last twenty minutes, I yeah, think, of the movie, I sobbed the entire time, and, I, and it's because of Brendan. He, he was amazing. The fact that I love a movie that makes you cry feeds right into my love for this. I want Brendan Fraser to win. I no, don't need to hear any other nominees. Yeah. Okay. And then there's Paul Maskell for After Sun. Don't know anything about it. Haven't seen it. Don't uh, know. He's normal people, isn't he? Uh, I don't know. Normal sure. people, the show. Normal people? Oh, I've seen that. Th that you didn't enjoy? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll watch. Like After I Sun said, is supposed to be good, though. Every single one of these things, I will see it. If After I'm Sun is supposed it. to be good. And so Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Not Bill Nye the science guy. Bill. Bill, Bill, yeah. Bill, Bill. We are talking Love Actually, not the science guy. Yes, Love Actually, or one of my favorite movies of all time, About Time. Yes. Which he you plays and your About Time. I love that movie. I could go on forever. Anyway, Bill Nye for Living. Haven't seen it. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to get an opportunity to see it, so I will will definitely try to to see that. But on my uninformed decision. Based on three nominees, Brendan Fraser is going to win, and I think even if I see these other, my movies, worry is that the curse that, that I've just told you about will kick in. I don't want the curse to happen. Okay, I no want curses. to break the curse. No curse, Brendan or Fraser, break the curse. Okay. Plus, All right. it's George of the Jungle. So, like, let's so give George far, of the Jungle an we're Oscar. We're pretty much in agreement. Best actress in a leading role. We've got Kate Blanchett for Tar, which I am almost done. I'm half halfway through, or three quarters. Is there a name Michelle Yeoh? Yeoh. Yeah, how do you say your last name? I want to say it right. You think I, she's I gonna know. win? You think I know? Ye I I don't want to bring it up. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna disagree with you here. I'm gonna say Kate Blanchett is gonna steal it. I'm with tar. so over this. Keep giving her it for Tar. I get she's funny and I get it's a good role. I disagree with the merit. Yeah, I agree with you. I here. want her to win it. Michelle, I want her to win it. Yo. I want it for representation. I want it for representation, yeah. and I want it because the movie is like an indie movie dark horse. I want it to win. And no, there's merit. There is merit to her winning over Kate Blanchett because from what I've watched so far I enjoyed Michelle's performance better and I thought Michelle's performance was better because like she's dealing with you you have no place to really come from where you can say oh I relate to this situation because the shit that she goes through in every, her movie is bizarre like here let's it's let's, so let's break down uh, what you said before world. every decision you make results in a different reality Think of all the decisions you make in a day. Yeah. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm not going to go to the bathroom right now. I'm going to answer the phone. I'm not going to answer the phone. The Pink door. your the, pants is one of the things that triggers you to go into a different reality. I just I just want to bring but, that up based well, on your first I didn't even know decision. that, but the point is, these little things, decisions that you make, people do yeah. this all the time. They're like, oh, if I, if I hadn't answered my phone and moved out of the way, this car would have hit me. Like, you yeah. see stuff like this all the time. So 
for that to happen for every decision you've ever made, yeah, she's got like a million versions of herself in one movie. But that's not what she experiences. To, she has to decipher each of them, play each differently because it results she in does, a different thing. No, no, thing. it's not. It's not like Orphan Black where like she's no, playing no, 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 six no. different. It's it's not like that. Like it's she's still playing herself through it, but it's just but the she has to play the, the different. Parts. Yeah. Like it's it's not and that it's she has to change. She has her. to respond to each of them differently. And there's funniness as well in her role. Like she doesn't just play it for like all seriousness the whole time. She yeah. does have like moments of like it's real a funny hilarity. drama, real hilarity. Um, Andrew Riseborough or Riseborough for To Leslie. Haven't seen it. I know it had a very small release, so I don't expect I'll be able to see that anytime soon. Michelle Williams was great in The Fablemans. She plays um, the equivalent, I guess, of Steven Spielberg's mom. Very good role. I liked her even though she does not the best things. And I loved, I still loved the, the person and how she played it. And, and so I, I would give her kudos for there. In another year, she might have been my pick, but not this year. I swear she's trying to get on here every year. Yeah, Michelle Williams is one of those great actresses. Eventually she will win. And then there's Anna she de Armas. Didn't she win for Manchester by the Sea? Did she? I think she did. I think, wasn't it her? Wait, no. No, I don't think so. She lost to Carrie Mulligan, didn't she? I don't think I don't she's remember. ever won. She might have. I could have uh. swore she'd won. She's won for, like, everything else. No. Like, she's got accolades. She, I don't think she's ever, no, she's never won an Oscar. She's won everything else, though. Yeah. In a di okay, hold on. I'm doing a little bit of research. Emmy? She's had nominations for five Academy Awards and a Tony Award, but she has not won. So she's so halfway go. to an EGOT. Wait, no, she's not. She doesn't have a Grammy on her belt. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> If the if the G was Golden Globe, she'd have it. Yes. Yeah. No. No. She's not. She's not a singer or reader of a book because that's usually how they get oh, in there. Oh yeah. Viola <laughs> uh, Davis Anna becoming an EGOT. She, Anna, like shout out to her. Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas. She played Marilyn Monroe in Blonde, which was not one of those. And everyone hates the movie, films. but they it's love not, her. It's not a good movie, so, which is why I didn't see it. I just kind of. I haven't. Like, uh, I haven't seen it, but I want to see it. It's on uh, Netflix. Yeah. So yeah. So so Anna de Armas. Um, for Blonde uh, doesn't stand a chance in hell, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm sure she, she did a great job. I saw the, some of the trailers and clips and stuff, but but I don't think... So. I, I think I'm going to go with, I despite think, wanting Michelle to win, I think Kate Blanchett will take it for yet another win you for want her. Michelle, She's going to Meryl Streep her Michelle way Michelle Williams or Yo? Yo? I don't know. I'm so sorry. No, oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. There's two Michelles. Right. Michelle Yo. Yo? yo. I'm just butchering. I want to say Yo. Yo? Yo? Wouldn't it Michelle, be awesome if you said, like, yo? Michelle, yo. everywhere, all at once. Yeah. That Michelle, I yeah. think, deserves it, but Kate Blanchett is going to win it, and you you think Michelle is going to win from everything, everywhere, yeah. all at once. Okay. I'm picking everything, so everywhere, all at once. So we've got two different... Those are my top ones. Yeah, only with the actresses where we're, we're kind of separating But that's because you think she's going to... You know what I'd love? Because Kate Blanchett <laughs> doesn't even want it... Cause she even did a little. Oh, I think she wants. No, it. she doesn't. Cause she said the other day she goes, "I'm so sick of this like horse race bullshit, where you pit us against each other like this." Okay. She she doesn't even want these. She's like, "We're all amazing. Don't give me a friggin' piece of metal for it. Just recognize we're all awesome. Call it a day." Like she she's basically boycotting her own note, event. Our choice for best director. Yeah. <laughs> she's boycotting her own events. Um. So Martin McDonough. For the Banshees of Anishirin. I want him to win, and you want to know why I want him to win? Because he never wins for, for every anything. movie he's ever made for you. Yes, you're because I they know. because they don't give it to him for any of them that he's done. They don't <laughs> recognize him. Bruges or Seven Psychopaths. He did um, three billboards. 
Three Billboards is his. Oh, is it? I like that movie. I'm pretty sure it is. I quite enjoyed that. And is it really? I, I feel like I'm you're pretty wrong. sure it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. It's not it's, in it's Ireland. Not, it's not on like track with everything else he's done, but I'm pretty sure he did Three Billboards. But it's not in because Ireland. I remember it feels thinking like he just does everything in Ireland. I'm like, oh, I'm uh, no directed. Yes, directed yes. and co-produced by Martin McDonough. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I, I have to look everything. And I remember, and I remember, I remember it because Sam Rockwell was in Seven Psychopaths, and this I was like, he likes crossing them over. To the next nominee, he please. deserves it because they all suck, and he never gets this was the supposed to be a deserves. brief recap. So Daniel Kwan brief and Daniel Shine, <laughs> Daniel Scheinhardt, Scheinert. Ugh. Yeah, no um, problem. Everything, everywhere, all at once. They they notoriously make weird movies. I do like, them. and this is a weird movie. I would. I, I do want to give them a hug because they mm. they are adorable when they do their acceptance speeches so far. Uh, but I haven't, I seen, haven't it. seen it, so I can't say. I haven't seen the acceptance speeches. You haven't seen the movie. <laughs> um, Steven Spielberg for the Fablements, uh, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Ustland. I think that's how you say it for Triangle of Sadness, which is another one that, that unfortunately isn't, isn't that about modeling in the. You know, yeah, influencing and that kind of thing. Yeah. As far as I know, I haven't seen it. I do it's really want to see it with Woody Harrelson. It's supposed to be dark. Yeah, I do want to really. I really do want to see it. I I missed my chance to watch it, and yeah, unfortunately, that is. Yeah, that's c'est la vie. Um, but yes, I. I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to money win this on one. Martin. Money on Martin. That's what. That's what I'm doing. I don't know. I'm gonna go with Daniel Kwan and da Daniel Scheinart. But for I everything. Think, I think that, like, the first three I named are all good. Like, Spielberg was great directing Fablemans. You mean directing his life story? Directing was, his was, own life was story. He good? Yes, was he, he good? Yes, he did. He did a good job. Was he doing good at telling them how his life was? Yes. Was he a good consultant on that, Chelsea? The two Daniels were good for everything, everywhere, all at once. I, I thought it was great. It was bizarre, but it was great. Um, and then Martin McDonough was great for the Banshees of Anesha. And so it's, it's hard for me to call... I'm gonna go with the two Daniels, but I think any of those three I want is Martin. worth it. I want Martin. I um, want it for it's a revenge win. That's what it is. Okay, it's a revenge. And win. here's our big category. Here's our big end. Our best. Picture. I'll tell you what I've seen so far, and some of them I'm in the I'm still in the middle of. You I know what's interesting? So much that I'm just trying to like that last gasp of getting through stuff. All Quiet on the Western Front, German film, is winning things yes. despite the fact that. Most people can't understand what's happening. It's, it's German, in German. It's in German. But it's based off yeah. of um, the book, isn't it? Or is it just to a certain name extent? The same yeah, thing? It's, it's World War One. World War One. I, you should. I should know is this. It I've been the Germans watching it. Or against someone World else. War, it's World War One. I'm pretty sure. World War One. Um, but yes, I've been watching it. I'm enjoying it. I'm not a war movie person, so I've been taking it like at a. I can't do it all in one sitting. I just. I can't. Yeah. Um, Avatar: The Way of Water. I saw on Valentine's Day. That was a silly choice on your part. <laughs> I think my husband enjoyed it more than I did, though. And he was so not So it was a, a good gift, <laughs> but a poor choice. Uh, yeah, not a fan of, like I said, not a huge fan of the first Avatar. I will continue and to not be a huge fan of the Avatar series. I'm not sure why it's nominated. I don't know why they're doing six. I, why are they doing six? <laughs> I can't watch one. You need to put six more out. Just don't, you, I don't think I you should watch them. I'm not going to. Just avoid it. Saw the second one and said when she saw it, it's the same as the first one. It's the same story except they're in water with a different. I'm gonna have to bleep out these names I, for everybody you mention because you just keep dropping names left, right, and center. Oh, whatever. Um, the Banshees of Inisherin, um, or Inisherin. I'm not sure how, how to say it. I, I've seen the movie. Don't remember. Um, great. Uh, 
great film, dark comedy, very enjoyable, might win. I want to win. I swear to God, if Top Gun Maverick wins, I might flip a chair. That's not going to happen, but it is, that's a great movie, too. Have you seen it? I've seen the first one, which made me hesitate no! to see the second. No! I do think Gaga will wrong. win. I do think Gaga will win for Best Song, though, because that song heightens the whole this movie. Category. It heightens the whole movie. I don't care who the other nominees are. I know Rihanna's coming to that thing. Love Rihanna, yeah, but Gaga's going to win. We got a lot of repeating here that I just have. Elvis is nominated. Everything Everywhere All at Once is nominated. The Fablemans, again, the Spielberg story is nominated. Tar, which is that Kate Blanchett movie. She's a conductor. About, she's a conductor. And yeah, I'm not gonna go into too much detail in case you do. Is her see it. name Tar? Because I don't. Yeah, get Lydia it. Tar. Lydia okay. Tar. So that's why yeah. we have to have an odd name. And okay. It's an odd name. Yeah. Triangle of Sadness, which I ha I still have not seen. The modeling movie. And women and, talking. Influence, yes. Women, women talking. talking. I want. Loved women talking. I want it to win Loved based it. on what I've heard it's about, which makes me excited to see it. I yeah. have not seen it yet, so I want women Very talking. But if movie. I can't have women talking, I would like banshees. Women talking, I don't think is going to win, but I, it was a great movie. And it's one of those movies that I think, given enough time, people. I'm mad that she didn't get nominated it. for directing. Might continue. To, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's another year and of women. Sarah Pauly. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Canadians, by the way. Yeah. So. Where's that representation? Yes, we we are. are you won't let it's us nothing represent. Nothing patriotic. You won't let it. You know what the funniest thing? Do you remember a few years ago at the so, Oscars when they had a Canadian movie as best foreign film? That I nearly laughed. I, I nearly just fell off it, my I think chair. it's turned to foreign language more than anything else. Yeah, it was. It was so, a foreign it's film. It's Quebecois, probably. Yeah. Anyway. And it's hilarious. Top Gun Maverick just... I uh, I can't believe this. I feel like this is another twist the sister, but Top Gun, the first movie, neither of us are huge fans of. Uh, we don't hate it. We're just not huge I fans of I don't know it. why he had to die. It doesn't <laughs> make any sense. That's what makes the movie good. That's the I, only good part of the movie. Yeah, but I don't know why he had to die. Because I feel like if they were going to fix the movie, he'd die right away. <laughs> anyway. And then Top Gun Maverick something. is a better written... It, it, Top Gun Maverick is by far the better movie. It is one Ugh. of the few times where I can Thankfully, say the sequel you have is a new cast. so much better than the original. So much better. So... What is it, Charles? Is it so much it's better? It's so much better. Like so I much feel better. it. I feel it deep within my core. I know it, I it is. Tell. It is so much a better movie. And if you get the chance to watch it, I highly recommend it. Don't judge based it. on the original. You, I got into a whole debate the other day because my friends were just like, "Oh my God, Miles Teller's so hot!" I was like, "That dude, really?" That's what's doing uh, it for you? I'm surprised then, Miles Teller was, wasn't nominated. And it was all because of, like, the weird dance thing he did in the volleyball scene. They were like, wasn't he delicious there? And I was like, no, no. I don't think okay. he's delicious ever. Okay. Focus. I'm sorry. Big, big moment. What is going to win the best picture? You're I told you. To... I want Banshees or Women Talking. I don't care about the merits. I think everything will win, but I want Banshees or Women Talking. Okay, I've narrowed it down to three. Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and The Fablements, and I'm going to... I'm going to Put it out there, and I'm going to say everything, everywhere, all at once is going to win. Mm -hmm. So oh. we think the same will win, I, but I want Banshees or Women Talking to win. What do you think is going to win? Everything, I told you. So we're agreeing on that. So we're both yeah. saying, okay. You know how I am. What oh. I think will win and what I you're, want you're to win are usually not aligned. Like, They're which usually one did not you pick? Aligned. you got to pick one. Pick one, not 12. Just pick one. No, I'm you telling you. say you got a short there's, list. There's but... levels. There's things that you want to oh. win and things that you think will win. Because usually they don't oh, align for me. God. You know how the Oscars is. Okay. Anyway, is that our last part of the Yes, the we're, the, we're, let's wind it up. Let's yeah. wind it up. Because you're, okay. This has gone on longer than the Oscars tend to go on, so. Really? Yes. The four-hour show that's yes. supposed to be three every year? Uh, exactly, that would be, that would be correct. Yeah, okay. Yes. Well, hope you enjoyed our Oscars week. Yes. We will be doing this again in another year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, with or without a host, who knows? It, yeah. it could go either way. 
You'll, you'll know quite quickly where, how you feel about it, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you see it, say no host. Okay. No, I won't be watching. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Bye.